He's our Father, He's our Provider, He's our Peace, He's our Joy. By the reason of the anointing, He has given upon us every yoke in our life has been broken. Let us thank Him for His grace, for His mercy, for His steadfastness. Let us thank Him for sending His Son to pay the ultimate price to reconcile us, to make us come closer to Him. And to make us the vessels of his glory. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Children of the living God, have your seat. God bless you. God bless you. Have your seat. Have your seat. You're welcome to the presence of your father. Relax. He's in charge. Relax. He is here. Relax. He will visit you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Today's Palm Sunday, do you know that? Yes. Tell somebody, Happy Palm Sunday. Happy Palm Sunday. Oh, maybe if you know the significance of that day, it was the day Jesus Christ wrote triumphantly to Jerusalem. It was the day the majority of the people knew that their Savior. Has come. So why don't you say someone congratulations? Happy Palm Sunday. Jesus has arrived. He's coming to you to save you, to deliver you, and to make you who God wants you to be. Praise the Lord. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because I know he holds my tomorrow. I'm so glad I'm so happy. That is why I keep rejoicing. So, brethren, I welcome you in the name of the Lord, the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning, the ending, he that holds the whole world in his hands. I cannot move further without saying thank you to the daddy in the house, Pastor Richard. Thank you so much for gathering us together, for shepherding us, and for leading us in the way we are experiencing God in a new way. It's only complete either if I don't say thank you, Mom, Pastor, Mrs. Bill We thank God for your life. And we thank you for the able support. You have always been according our daddy. God bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. And I pray this morning that Holy Spirit will give me utterance, and the Holy Spirit will give you the grace to understand, to receive, and to move with what He is going to tell you today. Brethren, the coming of Jesus Christ brought light, the light of God, to this dark world. This light illuminated the whole world and brought awareness of the tragedy of the sorrow that is attached to darkness, to death that devil has brought upon mankind. This month has aptly been tagged in this church as the season 
My season of revealing is glory. My season of revealing is glory. Um, Isaiah chapter 60, verses 1 to 3. It says, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and deep darkness the people. But there is a divine intervention. There is what? A divine intervention. But the Lord will arise over you and his glory will be upon you. The Gentiles shall come to your light and the kings to the brightness of your rising. Brethren, any man under the pines of darkness has a light. Anyone under the torment of darkness has no brightness, cannot rise, cannot move at the peace of God. That was not the plan of God for you and I. Jesus Christ is the manifestation of the light of God. Jesus Christ is the manifestation of the full glory of God. Jesus Christ is everything you need to know, to see about God. And he came so that you, as he is, will be a vessel of the glory of God. Today's uh, message is titled, The Vessel of His Glory. The Vessel of God's Glory. The Vessel that God wants to use so that the whole world will be aware, so that the whole world will be impacted so that the whole world will be gathered under the illumination of his light. Jesus coming to this world was not the first time the light came to the world. In Genesis chapter 1, verses 1 to 3, in the beginning God created heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, Let there be light. God did what He said, Let there be light. And there was light. Praise the Lord. That was the onset. That was the first and what I call the pilot project of God. To bring light into your life, to bring light into the world. But he needed the man, he needed the vessel to represent him, to be his ambassador, to be his accredited, not a fake one, not a self imposed one, to carry the light to man, to show forth his power, to show forth his glory, to show forth what he can do, to show forth his nature and his character. So when you go to Genesis um, 
chapter, that was Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 to 28. <coughs> Genesis chapter 1 is that then God said, Let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. And the image, the very image, the exact image, the original image of God, he created him male and female. He created them for his purpose and he blessed them. God said to them, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. That is what God does. God has a dominion. God has power. God brings fruit, fruitfulness. He brings multiplication. So he has given us the power, the unction, the authority to exercise dominion just like him. That was after he brought life to the world. And Jesus came when something happened that truncated that project. John chapter 1, this is 1 to 4. In the beginning was the world, and the world was with God, and the world was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him, nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. Jesus was there from the onset. When creation was made, he was light at the point. He was and is and remains forever the glory of God. There was truncation of the first initial one. Since then, Adam and Eve sinned. God did not abandon man. He had to go back. There was need for restructuration. We need to look at the master plan once more. How? How will I restore the glory of man? How will I restore the light to the world? We have someone called Mr. Seller who walked with God. There was no record. He saw the full glory of God. God called out Abraham, his friend. They were so close. God trusted him. But then, it is not on record in the Bible that he is the glory of God or better he saw the full manifestation of it. David was the man after God's heart. God loved him so much. God revealed so many things to him. But yet, he couldn't and he didn't see the true glory of God. You know Moses, don't you? The man with the mighty deeds. The man who just had to stretch forth his rod and things happened. Listen to what happened. In Exodus chapter 18, chapter 33, 18 to 23. This is Moses, a close man, the meekest man. He was praying, please show me glory. Then he said, I will make all my goodness pass before you. That is God talking. 
And I will proclaim the name of the Lord before you. I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious. And I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. But he said, you cannot see my fish. For no man shall see me and live. And the Lord said, it is not there. Here is a place by me. You shall stand on the rock. So it shall be while my glory passes by that I will put you on the cleft by the rock and will cover you with my hand when I pass by. Then I will take away my hand and you shall see my back. <laughs> For my face shall not be seen. Praise the Lord. Moses spoke mouth to mouth with God. Abraham was God's friend. David was the man after the heart of God. What other qualification would you think a man would need to see the full glory of God? Brethren, something must have been missing, definitely. God had a very high standard. God needed purity. God needed holiness. God needed a vessel that never sinned, that does not need to come at every point in time to say, Lord, I am sorry. I am sorry for my sin. Restore the glory. He needed a pure and perfect vessel. And that could only come through salvation. That is what we are celebrating this season of Easter with a triumphant entry and journey and celebration of Jesus entering Jerusalem, which is where the temple of the living God is. His arrival was acknowledged. His arrival turned the whole city upside down. Some people say, who is he? He is not the king. He is not the Lord. He has been saying that today. He's not going to change anything. Jesus is the Lord. As many as it is revealed to, by grace, by mercy, no matter the numbers, no matter the race, no matter the class, Jesus remains the Lord. And he wants to enter the temple of your heart. The same way you rode to Jerusalem 2,000 years ago. Salvation was the only route through which we can see the glory of God. The only route through which God can reveal his full glory, his awesomeness, his power, his splendor, and his majesty to man. Salvation is by grace. Salvation is free. Salvation is the means by which God chooses a person to see his glory. Salvation is a benevolent gift of God. 
when he chooses a vessel to be filled with his glory. Salvation. Having seen the glory, having been filled with the glory, that chosen vessel becomes a means to which God reveals his glory to the whole world. Jesus, just one man, gathered together the twelve, expanded to like 60, 70, whatever, and today what is happening? The glory is on the of the world. He said, if I be lifted high, I'm going to drop all sorts to me. And that is happening. It's happened. That's why you are here. Is that also? Let us shout hallelujah. Jesus Christ was the perfect, unstained, and undefined vessel. Jesus Christ is the true revelation of God's glory. I think you need to check out your CD. Apart from the fact that he is the Son of God, he was loaded. Isaiah chapter 11, verses 1 to 5. There shall come forth a rod from the stem of Jesse, and the branch shall go out of his roots. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The spirit of wisdom and understanding. The spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. His light is in the fear of the Lord, and he shall not judge by the sight of his eyes, nor the sight by the hearing of his ears. For with righteousness he shall judge the poor, and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. He shall strike the earth. With the rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips, he shall slay the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt of his loins, and faithfulness the belt of his waist. Hallelujah. He was the Son of God. He is the Son of God. He came loaded with the prerequisites. With everything God needed to correct the error Adam and Eve committed. Brethren, God got the final solution. All the trials have ended. All the doubts, all the presumptions, all the anxieties, they ended with Jesus. Coming, dying, rising up again for our souls. Hebrews chapter 1, verses 3. Um, Hebrews chapter 1, I want 1 to 4. I maybe something else. 1 to 4 cannot happen. Can you do that quickly? Thank you, sir. Hebrews chapter 1, verses 1 to 4. God who at various times. And in various ways spoke in time past to the fathers by the prophets. As in the last days spoken to us by his son, Jesus, whom he has appointed heir of all things, through whom all he made the world. 
will be in the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and of holding all things by the word of his power when he had by himself purged every sin. When he had by himself purged every sin by going to the cross, by dying for our sin, by rising up again, he purged us of our sins. And then he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. Having become so much better than angels, as he has by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than me. Praise Lord. Jesus has the most excellent name. Jesus is the key that opens the door. Jesus is the answer to every question. Jesus is the solution to every issue that you have. Jesus, the Son of God, the glory of God, the vessel for the salvation of mankind is here with you. It is our Emmanuel. John 14, verses 6 to 7. Jesus, knowing himself, knowing what he carried, knowing his mission, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. And from now on, knowing and asking, you have you know him and have seen him. Once you see Jesus, you have seen God. Once you see the glory in the Son, you have seen the Father. Jesus Christ is the way to beholding and knowing the glory of God. Jesus Christ is the truth of the glory of God personified. Jesus is the life that reveals and will continue to reveal the fullness of the glory of God. Jesus is the way to beholding and knowing the glory of God. Jesus is the truth of the glory of God personified. All you need to know about God is in Jesus Christ. Jesus is the life that reveals and will continue for eternity to reveal what that glory is. Jesus is the wisdom of God. Jesus is the mind of God. Jesus is the splendor and the majesty of God. Jesus, the fullness of him, if you have him, is your abundant and eternal life. He is the only way to reconcile with God. He is the only way to restore, to recover, to revive the glory that God had created for you. Are you waiting? Have you experienced it? Have you received it? Are you feeling it? Are you feeling it in your life? John chapter 3. 16 to 18 from the message Bible. Listen, this is a very a much plain language, the message Bible. John chapter 3, 16 to 18. 
This is how much God loved the world. He gave his son, his one and only son. And this is why, so that no one needs to be destroyed. By believing him, anyone can have a hope and everlasting life. God did go to all the trouble of sending his son merely to point out accusing English, telling the world how bad it was. He came to help to put the world right again. Anyone who trusts him is acquitted. Anyone who refuses to trust him has long since been under the death sentence without knowing it. And why? Because of that person's failure to believe in the one of a kind son of God when we introduced him to him. Praise the Lord. The one of a kind son of God. The peculiar son of God. The unique son of God. He has no double. He has no equal. He has no replica. One of a kind. Has he been introduced to you? Did you believe him? Are you believing him? Are you working in him? Is he working in you? Working through you? Are you the vessel of his glory? The vessel of his glory. What you're hearing today is clear. The symbol is loud. You gotta be, you need to be the person of God's glory. There is no two ways. There is no option. I don't know what you heard about Jesus before. I don't know how it's been told to you. I don't know how it's been sold to you. But it's quite simple. Because God has used the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. It looks so simple. How can this be? Must it be complicated? Must it be so technical? Must it be science that rocket science? Simple message. Jesus is Lord. Jesus saves. Jesus is the way to God. Jesus is all the truth that you need to know. Jesus is life. And in him is life abundant. Without him, life is chaos. Without him, life is crisis. Without him, life is confusion. Without him, life is full of apprehension. Without him, life is full of uncertainties. Without him, you don't know the way. You don't know the truth. And you have no hope of life. What does it profit a man without Christ? To get the whole world. Your qualifications, PhD, masters, maybe you become the vice chancellor or the president of a college. You have five, six, eight degrees. That is not the truth. 
That is not the way. That is not the way. The vessel came. The vessel spoke. The vessel saw. And the vessel conquered. So that you can be a vessel as well. You will become a vessel if only you make Jesus your friend. Make Jesus your counselor. Make Jesus your teacher. Make Jesus everything to you. Because he says without me, you are nothing. You need to acknowledge your shortcomings. When the preacher says sin is a bit scary, it brings judgmental attitude. Why are you saying I'm a sinner? But I would say, you need to acknowledge your shortcomings. Take anyone you want to take sin as um, shortcomings. But the wages of sin is what? Death. Accepting Jesus takes away your unrighteousness and clothes you with the righteousness of Christ. Second Corinthians chapter 5, 20 to 21. Now, then, when you become a person, we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God we are pleading to us, we implore you on Christ's behalf. Be reconciled to God. For it made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in it. I am patient. I love people. I don't steal. I don't kill. I don't fight. I don't get angry. The Bible says all these are self-righteousness. And anyone who clothes himself with the garment of self-righteousness, the Bible says it's like a filthy rag. It cannot take you to the presence of God. You need to clothe yourself with the righteousness of Jesus, the one and only person of Christ. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 4 to 9. Tell us how we can be reconciled to God and the process which God reconciles us. He says, But God, who is rich in mercy, because of his great love, with which he loved us. Even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved. And raised up, raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Then, in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding richness of his grace in his kindness towards us in Christ Jesus, not in our self-righteousness. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourself, but it is what? Can we read that? But it is what? But it is it's what? A gift of God. Not the works, lest anyone should boast. I'm standing here by his grace. I'm standing here not because I am in any way better than you. 
I'm standing here not because I know how to read the Bible more than you. I'm standing here by his grace. The same grace that saves me is available for you. It makes you a vessel. Salvation was an act of God's unconditional love. It was handed down by grace. Received by faith. Nurtured by the word of God. Guided and empowered by the Holy Spirit of God. To be sustained by complete obedience and continually sanctified by the holiness and the righteousness of Jesus Christ. Amen. Salvation an act of unconditional love, handed down by grace, received by faith, nurtured by the word of God, guided and empowered by the Holy Spirit of God, sustained by complete obedience, and then continually sanctified by the holiness and righteousness of Jesus. Genuine salvation makes you a vessel of God's glory. It makes you grow through a process of transformation, not by your power, but by the power of the Holy Ghost. No matter how bad you were, no matter how terrible you were, no matter how the crime you've committed, no, come as you are, but don't remain as you came. You go through a process of transformation. You receive a new heart from God, a heart that longs after holiness, righteousness, and love. The word of God becomes flesh in you and dwells in you as you make that effort to study the word of God and to meditate on it. John chapter 1, Pastor F says that for them who believe, they receive what? The power to become. The Son of God. You become complete in God through faith and obedience. You live a kingdom life on earth, knowing that you have the power of dominion. You have the power to dominate. You have the power to subdue. A life losing nothing, lacking nothing, worrying about nothing to be the life. You become conscious that this earth is not your final destination. You are an ambassador. You are here for a time. You are here at the pleasure of your father. There is a home somewhere. There is somewhere. No weeping. No crying. All you do is praise God. Behold him in his glory. But you must live that life here first. You don't have to wait until that moment. The life must manifest the love of God. First John chapter 4, verse 7 to 8. Beloved, let us love one another. The love is of God. And everyone who loves is what? Is born of God and knows God. He who does not love does not know God. For what? God. Is love. The person loved the world. 
He gave us, He gave His only Son to us that whosoever believes in Him will not perish, but have everlasting life. A man of the kingdom, the vessel of the glory of God, they run from sin. We flee from the appearance of sin. First John 3 7 to 9. Little children, let no one deceive you. He who practices righteousness is righteous, just as he that is God and Jesus is so righteous. He who sins is of the devil, but the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Whoever has been born of God does not sin, for his seed remains in him, and he cannot sin because he has been born of God. He is the vessel of his glory, he is the container filled with purity and holiness, with the splendor and majesty of God. It will be a contradiction if the vessel of God has in it. it. Would that be? <laughs> I pray that will not be our portion in Jesus' name. Amen. So, brethren, are we vessels of God yet? Have you given your life to Jesus? Have you accepted Him as your Lord and personal Savior? Romans 8, chapter 8, verse 14 says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are what? The sons of God. Verse 16. The Spirit Himself bears witness with our spirit that what we are the children of God. Sitting right here, the Spirit that is in you bears witness. Don't look at the pastor. Don't look at me. Don't look at your group leader. Don't look at the word, the spirit of God. If it resides in you, you confirm that you are the child of God. What are you manifesting? Galatians 55, verse 19 to 21. Now the works of the flesh are evident, are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, meanness. Idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousy, outbursts of wealth, selfish ambition, possessions, heresies, envy, murders, talkingness, liveries, and the like of which I tell you before her, just also, just as I also tell you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. If you are a version, of God, all this cannot be found in you. Galatians chapter 5, 20 to 25. But the spirit, the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no love. And those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passion and desires. If we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. The vessel 
of the glory of God. I want us to begin to talk to God right now. God does not need to prove himself again. Jesus does not need to prove himself again. If you accept him now, if you surrender, humble yourself as they were, just take over, do as you please. Let the purpose and the will become in our life. We're going to talk to God. If you have never done that, please do not try Just one or two minutes to relax. God is here. His mercy is here. He's here. Don't make the mistake of living here without accepting it. Oh, what a wonderful, wonderful day. Day I will never forget. After I wandered in darkness away, Jesus, my Savior, I met. Oh, what tender, compassionate friend. He met the need of my heart. Shadows dispelling with joy. I am telling, he made all the darkness depart. Heaven came down and glory filled my soul. When I the cross, my Savior, my sins was away, and my night was turned to so, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for us many people who have given their hearts to you. Welcome to you to your heart this morning. Father, by your grace, accept them. Father, let him remain and never fall away in Jesus' name. By your mercy, forgive them of all their sins and the grace not to go back. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Please, if you made that decision before you leave here today, just see the pastor. If you have any question, the pastor is here to answer. Feel free. The access is open to you. We are going to pray. Father Lord, I want to be your person. Lord, make me a vessel unto honor. Father, purge me of every sin of righteousness. Father Lord, fill me with your Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus, Father Lord, I want to be a true reflection of your glory. In the name of Jesus. And Father, I want your glory to be revealed through me. So this dark world, in the name of Jesus, thank you, Heavenly Father. Jesus, my dear.